0: Welcome to Cognitive Connections, Conversations on Dementia with the Alzheimer's Society of Alberta and Northwest Territories. I'm your host, Carrie Candy, and I'm thrilled to have you join us for this insightful journey into the world of dementia. Each episode will bring you thought-provoking discussions with experts, researchers, and people within this community. At the Alzheimer's Society of Alberta and Northwest Territories, We believe in the power of human connection and aim to create a safe space where we can discuss the challenges, triumphs, and advancement in the field of dementia. So grab a cup of tea, find a comfortable spot, and prepare to embark on a journey of empathy, knowledge, and hope. Together, we'll uncover inspiring stories, practical advice, and valuable resources that can help us navigate the path ahead. So
1: I'm here with Joanne Belke, and she is an incredible person who has made such a difference for the Alzheimer's Society of Alberta and Northwest Territories, and I'd like to welcome her to our podcast. Hi, Joanne.
2: Hi, how are you? Good. Good. Good, nice Good. to Thank be you. here.
1: Thank you for joining us. No
2: problem. Thank you for inviting me.
1: <laughs> Joanne, can you tell us a little bit about
2: yourself? Well, um, I guess I could start with uh, I'm a mom, I'm a grandma, a wife. Not a grandma, I'm a nan, because I'm English descent. And I, you know, I've been in the hospitality business for 42 years now. Love my job, love people, you know, pretty much love the world, love my life. You know, I'm very blessed. guess I can tell you, you know, really about my family. My mom and dad, we emigrated from England when I was just a little girl uh, with my brother and myself. Um, my mom and dad were just down-to-earth everyday people. You know, we were brought up with great morals and values and just a family thing and Mm -hmm. a lot of love. We weren't rich by any means, but we had a lot of love and, uh, yeah, uh, lost my dad when he was 56 Mm -hmm. uh, to a tragic mining accident Um, and then, you know, had my mom until... She, until nine years ago, she passed away. Nine years ago, actually in a couple of weeks. Had an, was on an Alzheimer's journey for a lot of years. Mm. Uh, my mom was probably the most beautiful person I have ever had the pleasure of meeting. Tell uh, me more.
1: Tell me more about her.
2: Yeah. They called her the love lady, my mom. English accent. Everybody knew her. Um, <laughs> what was her name? Her name was Anne. And like I said, just loved life and was always a positive, you know, wonderful role model to my brother and myself and everybody that ever had the pleasure of meeting her. Mm -hmm. You know, she always took in anybody. She loved everybody the same, no matter who you were and what you were. And Mm -hmm. yeah, she was just, I, I, I can't begin to express how beautiful she was. Yeah, she really was. Yeah. She was the best mom. I always say I had the best mom ever.
1: (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. tell me what, what led you to working with, Alzheimer's Society of Alberta and Territories.
2: So over 20 years ago, and it might have been a little bit more, my mom kind of started her Alzheimer's journey. You know, when I look back now, I think it was maybe a couple years before that, we just didn't really realize what it was. Mm-hmm. My mom lived by herself um, and was kind of lonely. Um, you know, we did the best we could as far as, you know, I saw her every day and, you, you know, you do the best you can as, as her family, but it just wasn't enough. And she mm-hmm. was lonely. And then, You know, led to, honestly, she did, you know, she drank a little bit and wasn't, and and it it turned out that she was just really confused about a lot of things. Right. So then we started seeing the signs and, you know, taking her to the doctor. And so then I was lost. I didn't know what to do. You know, this wasn't my mom. She loved me, um, but it just wasn't my mom. Mm. You know, her personality, she still loved people and she was still beautiful and Mm -hmm. kind, Mm
1: -hmm. but it just
2: wasn't her anymore.
1: What did it feel like? When, you, when that dawned on you the first time?
2: It was heartbreaking. Like, it was absolutely heartbreaking because it just wasn't the mom that I knew. So it was creating basically turmoil in my life, too. And I just didn't know what to do for her anymore. And I found myself getting a little bit angry at times with her. Yeah. And not a, really understanding what she was going through. Mm-hmm. So then we reached out to the doctor, and they were great. And, you know, we saw a couple of specialists. And, yes, definitely, you know, on the dementia <laughs> journey kind of thing. and. How did your
1: mom take the news? I always wonder about that.
2: Um good. Um my mom was so easygoing. Like my mom never put up a fight for anything, no matter what decision we made or yeah. for her, or you know, we I mean we of course talked about it, but she was just like, You do what you do what you think you should do. Like right. what, you know, what can we do? Yeah. You know, basically looked at me like, you know, I, I guess I, our roles kind of reversed. You know, reading through a pamphlet, I think it was from a, a specialist, um, and and I'm not sure that that is my my thought. That it, I I found a number to the Alzheimer Society, and I kind of, you know, got online and did a little bit of research, yeah. and and I thought, oh, a million times I picked up the phone and thought, you know, what are they going to tell me? Like I I just really didn't know what to right. expect, and I called and set up a meeting with Arlene. And, uh, you know, she was my first contact through the society. Tell me, tell
1: me about meeting Arlene. What was that like?
2: It was, it was pretty amazing. I was terrified. (laughs) I remember going in and I do believe the first time I went by myself, um, because I was thinking, you know, you don't want to not burden your family. But, you know, I was like, is this just me? And, you know, I'm a little bit of course, you're a mom and you're a wife and you, yeah. don't, you don't want to put this on your spouse or right. your child. So I thought, you know, maybe I can deal with this. So I remember phoning and going and meeting her and just feeling, even the minute I walked in the door, I was like, oh, I belong here. Like that's, that's it, you know. And it quickly became a hug really quickly from Arlene. That was my first uh, initial, you very, know, as I smile about it, I remember it. Very warm. Yes. Yeah. Oh amazing like the whole entire thing and she showed me around and we talked and she's like you know I think we should set up like a first link meeting um for your family too because i was saying you know my brother was have a hard time accepting it and and i was just confused and i'm like how can i help my mom how can we help her and how can we help ourselves because you know i've learned through other things in my life if if you if you're not okay yourself you can't be okay for somebody else so yes and we set up the first link meeting and we all went and it was amazing and I reference it as somebody turned the light switch on like it was just wow you know instead of dealing with my mom with a little bit of anger or confusion on my Mm -hmm. behalf I just let it flow Mm -hmm. you know if she talked about having lunch with her mom and dad you know, are you coming? She'd say to me, and I'm like, of course I'm coming, or, you know, yeah. not today, mom, maybe not, kind right. of thing. Right. So that was just the, the light, and from then on, it was just this this relationship with Arlene and the Alzheimer's Society, and come to everybody else over the years, over 20 mm-hmm. years, that mm-hmm. has just Held a place yeah. in my heart.
1: Yeah. yeah. I think uh, what you might be referring to is the connecting rather than correcting. Yes. Concept. You know, if they are talking about someone that's passed away, then you know full well they're not having lunch. Yes. It's much, much better to just acknowledge it. Yes. Not lie, but just yeah. acknowledge it. Yeah. And, and rather than saying, well, you're, you know, they're past. They've yeah. been passed for a long time. Because it just yes. doesn't, it doesn't do any good. And it creates emotional response that's not always great.
2: And it was uh, with my mom, it was, it was, oh my gosh, I'm wrong. Or, or, you know, then she'd have the, oh, like, what was I talking about kind of thing? And then I realized that I, I needed to kind of live in her reality more, Mm -hmm. even though I knew reality, right that was her reality at that moment. And then it would switch, Mm -hmm. you know, and the, and the day, like, I remember the day when I was sitting on her bed and she said, you know, you're a really nice lady, do you work here? And I was like, oh, yeah, well, I like, come and visit you. And, you know, and two minutes later, I was back to being her daughter, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. So it's just wait, the, the coping mechanism to, to just be able to cope myself right. and know that it was okay to do that. Instead mm-hmm. of going, oh, my gosh, you know, I, I have to correct her yeah, because right. it didn't do any good. And right. that's what we were doing in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So, mom, well, you just did that Our mom, you know, the ways to ask a question. Mm-hmm. you know what mm-hmm. what did you have for lunch mom no don't ask that question how was lunch and she'd say oh good because she could not remember what she had for lunch
1: you know my grandmother had alzheimer's and mm-hmm. my experience we didn't have that awareness back then yes let alone knowing about what the alzheimer's society could do to help us exactly right? um and so we would do that all the time she would call me uh, the name of her other daughter mm-hmm. all the time and so i would spend the majority of what would you know what you'd think would be quality time, mm-hmm. correcting her on yes. that, and and my my father would, and everyone around yeah. her constantly cr- telling her, nope, this is Carrie, Mom, yes, this is not uh, mm-hmm. your other daughter, and so yeah, that was that was something I wish I could have known. I know, you know, um, which is why I feel like so many people, even just us today, we need to share these stories, because absolutely. A lot of people don't yes. understand what the Alzheimer's society does yes and why do you think that is Joanne
2: um, you know I'm not I'm not quite sure why because you know I've told a million people I swear or I've told you know a thousand people who have told a million I right. know it yeah. Um, yeah. that it was just the difference and I think a lot of it is is a lot of fear possibly um you know because it's hard to admit even for myself I think oh those those couple of years before I really knew you know you keep going back and blaming oh why didn't I have more patience Mm -hmm. and you know Mm -hmm. if I would have just come sooner right and and that's the thing and and just exactly maybe not knowing Mm -hmm. you know the full extent yeah you know and and but until you're in it Mm -hmm. you're not in it yeah you know if I would have never came I would have never known but it would have been a, my story, my journey with my mom would have been totally different. Right. It was hard. You know, I say sometimes um, Alzheimer's, dementia, this whole situation is harder on the caregiver than it is on the person.
1: And that's actually an interesting point. I think a lot of people don't, don't think about that when they're starting, especially out, what the Mm -hmm. toll will be on the care partner. Yes. Can you talk a bit about that?
2: Oh, it's, yeah, it, it, it was, it was hard. It was crazy. And even with all the help I got, there's no doubt that, you know, my mom was in Marathor from Whitecourt, which is 25 minute drive. And, you know, because we never had a facility in Whitecourt and, you know, honestly, I think it was meant to be that way because that 25 minutes driving there would have been my psych up to, okay, what am I going into today? Is she going to know me? Is, you know, how mm-hmm. is she going to be? Is it a bad night? Is it, you know, was did she not sleep? How was her day? Um, so you had to sort of mentally prepare oh, yourself. absolutely. Yep. But, you know, I mean, there was always the hug and, and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the 25 minutes home was crying. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know, it really was. Hard. It was tough you know what about
1: the toll on your family you mentioned your brother mm-hmm. was struggling yeah. can you tell me a little bit about uh, what that was like
2: uh, my brother was struggling he didn't understand it um you know and it's really hard to see your mom the person you looked up to all your life who's been there for you through everything be this way it, it's it's tough yeah. you know and then with my son of course him and my mom were inseparable mm-hmm. uh you know he was a the grandson, I mean, from day one, she was there when he was born, and they were Close. they just had this bond. Yeah. you know, when my son was sixteen, they would go out for a date every week. Aww. yeah, it was they just <laughs> had that kind of bond. Yeah, so, so it was special. it was heartbreaking for for him. and then my husband was just, you know, my guy that oh, you know, I'd unload on him. Um, so it, the family dynamics of what it does to you is is crazy. Yeah. but you know, through the Alzheimer's society again, We learned to cope as a family together, too. Mm -hmm. You know, I remember saying to my brother, it's okay. Like, you know, and he one day just said to me, you know, I said, what about this decision or that decision? He said, just make them because I know what's going to be the right one. I just I just don't know how to cope with it.
1: Can you tell me a little bit more about what the services were that helped on that on on the journey with your mom Mm -hmm. and coping together with your son, your brother, your husband, everyone that was involved?
2: Um, I mean, the first, you know, the first meeting initially with, with the whole family, um, you know, which, which was my, you know, my brother and, and my husband and my son was, was just, okay, this is how we're feeling. I think it just made us raw. And, you know, there were, there was, our guards just went down because people understood,
1: Mm -hmm.
2: you know, when we got in there, people totally understood. And then I would go to, um, caregiver meetings Um, be involved in different things like that, Mm -hmm. Um, took some training, um, you know, how to deal with it Mm -hmm. as well, Mm -hmm. not just for me, but to maybe talk to somebody else, Mm -hmm. Um, got some information. So it just, it made me feel like I was really a part of the society. Right. But in the meantime, it was, it was my journey, you know, and talking to people there that were going through the same journey. Mm
1: -hmm. It sounds like a community,
2: yes. right? The importance oh, of comu-
1: community and connection. Yeah, yeah. On-
2: you know, when I come here twenty years later, like today, I mean, there's hugs. There's, you know, and I just it takes me back. Of course, the minute I see Arlene, <laughs> it takes me back to twenty some years ago. But yet, I, I everybody that comes in contact through the community, even through the the am the hockey, mm-hmm. you know, you just meet so many people.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So where do you go when you
0: have questions about dementia and you need some answers right away? Or when you want to get some support and connection from others who may also be affected by dementia? The Asante Cafe has four key areas that bridge the gap for people who are looking for online support from the society. Number one is chat. Discussion groups are a great way to meet others, to ask questions, share experiences, and find support for many dementia-related topics. You can join a discussion or start your own and reach out to others. Number two is ask. We have gathered the most common first questions we get and provided answers and a list of resources for individuals and families when a dementia diagnosis is anticipated or been made. Number three is learn. Our education programs allow you to learn at your own pace about Alzheimer's disease and other dementias through video presentations and reflection. Topics range from lifestyle and brain health to finances and helping families cope. Number four is WATCH. Through live meetings, our team brings together presenters to share knowledge, experiences, and resources on a vast number of topics. These webinars provide real-time learning opportunities and encourage participation. Join the Asant Café and be a part of an online community where individuals living with dementia, family, friends, and care partners can connect and participate in discussions and educational forums. Head to asantcafe.ca. That's A-S-A-N-T-C-A-F-E.ca.
1: Joanne, uh, that brings us to the reason why you're here today. Yes. The ride for mom. Can you tell
2: me what this event is and how it came about, and and all that? Yeah. So um, a good friend of mine, Terry Wise, um, lost his mom from Alzheimer's, and he just wanted to do something. And you know, he said being a guy kind of thing and not knowing what to do. As like, he's like. I'm just going to go on a motorbike ride kind of thing. And I think, you know, the first year he tells me there was like three or four of them. I'm not quite sure. And they went on a ride. And then, you know, a couple of guys kind of sponsored and they donated some money and, you know, a little bit of money. And so then he worked with my husband at the mill and I knew Terry and we started talking. And and he said, I just, you know, I said, what is all about kind of thing? And he said, well, you know, this is what we're doing, but I'm not sure. And I said, well, you know, I'd like to get involved. And I am willing, but I'm bossy. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, being in the hospitality business, i kind of, a, you know, uh, and being the manager of of the place I work at and for years. Um, I said, well, you know, I think this is what we should do. You know, we should have a raffle. We should have a barbecue. We should, do, you know, do some stuff. And he's like, okay, just tell me what to do. <laughs> so I, I told him what to do. And, uh, you know, it's, it's our 18th year. We just celebrated this Mother's wow. Day. Wow. Yeah. Wow!
1: Eighteen years.
2: Eighteen years. Let's
1: just take a moment and just take that in. Yes, like, that is pretty impressive.
2: It is. It is. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it because uh, you know every year it seems like it's new, even though it's not. <laughs> uh, you know, it's just just the way I am. Um, you know, or are we going to sell our raffle tickets? Uh, you know, who's going to show up for the barbecue? Is it going to rain? It's a, it's is it going to snow? Work.
1: I can see that.
2: Yes. Yeah. But it's it's a labor of love. I mean, definitely. So yeah, I got involved with Terry um, and together, you know, we all, we have our part. Uh, you know, I tell him I, I've ridden on a motorbike. I've never driven one and I never will. It's just not my thing, but. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Yes. Not interested. <laughs> but I say to him, I say, you do that part. So parking the bikes, all that other stuff of that day has nothing to do with me. I don't even want to talk to you about <laughs> kind of thing. So you know that so you two make a good pair. Absolutely, right? <laughs> yes. And then you know I'm the like I get the raffle tickets and the prizes, which is pretty amazing. I just said to the the ladies before uh, we came in here today, I said, um, people phone me, businesses phone me now. People in town phone me. That's great.
1: And remind us again where it's held.
2: It's held in Whitecourt every year. Um, We have it in the parking lot at Al Sports Quest. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's Al and Wendy Wold own this the sports store in Whitecourt and they have the parking lot there and we mm-hmm. hold it there every year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're gracious to, in fact, we don't even ask who it's just assumed that that's where we're going every year. And that's <laughs> where we go. Uh, you know, they set up the tents at eight o'clock in the morning and we kind of go from there. So, um, yeah. And the community is just, you know, I live in a fantastic community in Whitecourt. It's mm-hmm. all about caring. This is in an
1: Alberta, Whitecourt, Alberta folks yeah. is what we're talking about. Yeah.
2: Just a small town, 10,000 people, um, that, 10,000 people just worth of love like it's Mm. just it's amazing Mm. so every year you know I push the limit a little bit more you know I push a few more hundred tickets and a little more and this year we were going to be like okay we're going to kind of scale down our prizes we're going to make bigger prizes and only say have 20 but Mm -hmm. bigger Mm -hmm. we'll end up with 36 bigger prizes Because we had so much stuff up until the day before. They're like, Joanne, I forgot to give you a prize. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) I'll come and get
1: it. (laughs) So let's talk dollars here. Okay. What are we looking at after?
2: Well, I think after 18 years, I think we're close to for $200,000? Whoa. Yeah. Like, that's awesome. Yes. That's great. And yeah. it goes
1: to our programs and our yes. services and yeah. which are not funded right now, but we hope they will be in the future by, by, yes. you know, a little bit of funding from the gov. But this is so mm-hmm. helpful. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so oh, much. No, you
2: don't like, have to thank us. Like I said, every year, you know, sometimes uh, we're like, are we doing this again? One of us will say, you know, <laughs> we're like, of course we're doing this again. It's 18. we got to get to 20 at least. And then, when, right. you know, then we get to a milestone, and we just keep going because nice, you got to nice, get to another one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nice round number. Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. Yeah. So it's neat that you know Terry's got um, two children, and uh, you know they've kind of grown up through the ride, and and mm-hmm. my son has grown up through it. You know, he was twenty years old when I started this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's crazy.
1: There's a lot of work that goes into that. So mm-hmm. I like to talk about volunteering. And, okay. and not the normal thing where people are saying, oh, you know, you've got to give back. There's a lot of people that don't necessarily have money to mm-hmm. donate, but we still need help. And there's so many ways people can help.
2: Yeah.
1: How has this experience volunteering and and with the Ride for Mom and helping the Alzheimer's Society of Alberta and Northwest Territories, what has that done to enhance your life?
2: Um again back to my mom um you know my mom always my mom and dad and my family in general uh you know my grandmother my grandfather you know were very giving people again never grew up with much but always gave what you could right and I think that's that's who of course who I am Mm -hmm. and I just always kind of something's aligned to me with people that that feel that way, Mm -hmm. you know, meeting Terry and, um, you know, I even go back to my job. Um, You know, when I first started my job 20 years ago where I am now, it wasn't, you know, one of the first meetings was with the boss, the owner was, you know, um, what can we do for the community? What, Mm -hmm. what can we, you know, our community is us. It's not them and we, it's all of us Mm -hmm. in some way volunteering it touches all of us. You know, I look at the Alzheimer's Society coming coming to them, and nothing was asked of me. It was just, you know, I came in with, with a raw heart going, I need help, It's mm-hmm. basically what I said. Mm-hmm. So I guess just by me being able to give back, it, it just gives me hope that, you know, it, it'll just continue and make our community better and our world better, mm-hmm. and that's how I feel. Yeah. It like sounds feel like there's
1: like, a bit of a modeling aspect to it too with your son and yeah. with your family.
2: Oh, absolutely. It's a benefit absolutely you know and you just you know you just hope that they continue it and of course you know when time is hard it's hard there's no doubt and I'd lie if I said that sometimes I thought oh my gosh you know (laughs) but you know I always believe if you just give a little it doesn't have to be money it can be an hour Mm -hmm. it can be half an hour it can be hey can I can I stamp this for you can I cut this up for you there's always something we can all do I mean even my grandchildren you know I've done I do other volunteering in the community and I do a thing for the seniors at Christmas and my grandchildren fill the gift bags, oh, you know, and it, they just love it. And they love, they help me, you know, give them out. And that <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's just that feeling. It warms my heart. And what do you think your mom would say about that? Oh, It's going to tear me up, but she, yeah, she'd be really proud.
1: We're, we're cry friendly here yeah, okay, at good. <laughs> this point at, at,
2: yes. at Cognitive Connections. So don't you worry, you bring it to yeah, them. Yeah. Yeah. My mom would be really proud of me as I was proud of her. You know, like I said, she was the best mom I could have ever wanted. Yeah, she was something. (laughs) Yeah, she really was. And she touched not just my life, you know, when people talk about my mom, um, there's a smile on their face. um, After she passed away, I'll never forget. Um, I was at work, you know, it was a month later, and a gentleman came up to me, and a big burly gentleman, and um, hugged me and said, you do not know what a difference your mom made in my life. And he said, all she did was serve me coffee. She used to be a waitress, just yeah. like I am, you know, <laughs> server and in the hospitality business. Right. And he said, every time I saw her, she just made me feel like I was I mattered and I was special. And yeah, that's what she did. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. And so, you know, to be able to carry that on, um, just, just to help somebody or or give them a hug. I'm a hugger, <laughs> very much so. You know, um, yeah, and it's great. And to have a family mm-hmm. that um, stands behind me and helps me. And mm-hmm. you know, my husband is my rock. We just celebrated 30 years together.
1: Congratulations! Um, thank
2: you. 35, actually, 30 married, <laughs> but um, you know, he's my rock. That's
1: great. You know, yeah. That's good. Yeah.
2: It's important. It is. Yeah, and you know, a son and a daughter in law and two grandchildren. This oh. I just idolize. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, Joanne, yeah. let's talk about the future. What do you hope to see in, um, you know, in the work that not only that you yeah. are doing with the society, but in general, um, what do you hope to see in the future for well, I, just our culture and, and the I world? Hope,
2: yeah, I hope it continues. I mean, I was just telling the ladies um, here that, um you know, I, I have a few cousins that, that you know, early had Alzheimer's and mm-hmm. that's... That's hard. Very hard. You know, you yeah. just want to see some, of course, you know, medical-wise, you want to see breakthroughs. Um, but just, you know, community-wise, helping each other right. worldwide. You know, yeah. it, it's something that touches all of us in some way, somewhere. Everybody I talk to, there's something. Or somebody will come up to me and, and tell me their story because they know mine, you know. Yeah, and and I just hope it makes a difference.
1: You know what I like about the Ride for Mom too is is we actually have people from around the world that visit our website and yeah. sign in for some of yes. our, our seminars, live meetings, research updates, yeah. all of that. And I like to think that maybe some of them are motorcycle en- enthusiasts yes, too. Absolutely. Well, whether yes. it be like Harley Davidson or. Yeah or Ducati or any of those. Yes. I, I would like to think that maybe they'll hear this or yeah. they'll read about this and say, you know what? I like to do this. And so exactly. to my friends, yeah. what a great idea to yes. show support for Alzheimer's and dementia yeah. research, whatever they want to yeah. support.
2: And if you thought of everybody, I thought of this the other day and I was like, everybody in the world that owned a motorbike <laughs> would give a dollar. Yes. Like, wow. Like what a difference we could make in the world. Absolutely. You know, like I said, I've, I am definitely not a motorbike enthusiast. <laughs> I think they're great, but just not for me. But you know, I I teamed up with a guy that is and loves it and I'm like, "Okay, you know, we can yeah. do this. We're we're two different people. Mm-hmm. But yet, we have something in common. We both lost the most important person in our lives. Yeah. Our mom. Yeah, you know. For anybody, you know, yeah. that loses their mom, I mean, we all know. Mm. Yeah. It's heartbreaking.
1: It is tough.
2: Yes. And and to the most heartbreaking day for me was, like I said before, when I sat on her bed and she said, You know, you're a really nice, nice lady, but do you work here? Oh. And I was like, That's my mom. Yeah. But yet, in the same breath, she was holding my hand. Yeah. She knew she always loved me. She, you felt the warmth. I felt the warmth. Yeah. I knew she loved me. But I remember the days she looked at me and thought, I really don't know who this lady is. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. And, you know, just coming to the Alzheimer's Society, that 20-some years ago, helped me so much through that journey. Mm. And that's why I'm coming back.
1: <laughs> Wonderful. Well, yeah. We appreciate it. And yeah. I, I so appreciate this conversation today, yeah. Joanne. Thank you so yeah. much. Oh, is, no. is there anything else you want to talk about before we say goodbye? No,
2: I just want to say thank you to, you know, the whole alzheimer's society here i mean i'm family that's how i feel you are family i feel it yeah and you know i just love when i when i'm you know they send out a thing for volunteering i'm like of course i'm going i get to see everybody (laughs) you know too and i get to do some good you know if it can just help one person that's that's my goal just one person because i know how much it helped me so
0: Thank you for joining us on this episode of Cognitive Connections, Conversations on Dementia with the Alzheimer's Society of Alberta and Northwest Territories. We hope you found our discussion valuable and insightful. Remember, the power of connection and understanding can make a real difference in the lives of those with dementia. If you're looking for additional resources, support, or more information on dementia, head over to our website, at alzheimer.ab.ca. Here you'll find a wealth of resources, support, programs, and more. We encourage you to share this podcast with anyone who may benefit from these conversations and leave us a review. Join us again next time as we continue to explore the multifaceted aspects of dementia with our insightful guests. Until then, take care, stay connected, And remember that every conversation counts in the realm of cognitive connections.